Hi, I'm John, and welcome to Intensity Success, where we take taking the initiative to the whole new level. Thanks for listening as we embark on one crazy adventure. Hey guys, welcome back. So what's today's topic? Do you integrate your life with work and everything else that we all have to deal with? So that's today's topic is to be successful, we got to figure out how to integrate everything, all the aspects. So we're going to cover that today. So put out an article yesterday. Um, love feedback thoughts, you know, I'm sure it doesn't fit everybody's life, but it fit mine. And so I talked about, you know, how do you integrate that life um, and that work re- regardless of the balance? Because we, traditionally, we've always looked at how do you balance your work and life and look at it this way. You spend in a 24-hour period, you have eight hours of sleeping, eight hours of working, and then eight hours of your time, me time, right? So, but then we have all kinds of aspirations, a side hustle, and we want to spend more time with family, we want to go out with some friends, we have house projects. That eight hours really comes down to very limited amount of time um, if you are spending it in that traditional balanced sense. So, about 2008 is when I, I, I embarked in a, the remote work environment and kind of been doing it ever since, considering, you know, uh, I think now I'm a veteran at remote work and, you know, working outside of an office. So, so one of the things, you know, I thought is there's a lot of people, you know, out there that, that are just n- newly embarking their remote work life with the pandemic and everything. And then there are also, you know, people wanting to go into this new independence uh, mentality uh, with the pandemic and all the lockdowns and all these businesses are restructuring. People want to start their own thing. So, so I thought it was a, a good starting point is how do we integrate our life into to everything that we have to deal with uh, firsthand. So one of the things that uh, I listed in the article was there's a list of concepts and processes. And I know there's a lot more uh, probably out there that maybe I failed to think about or, or just, you know, don't practice myself. But uh, thinking through what, what helps you become successful, and one of them is creating efficiency habits. So we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, prioritizing your tasks, making sure that the, the tasks are prioritized throughout your day. Um, be flexible and firm at the same time is another one. Uh, th- that one is uh, a, a big one um, in terms of navigating your day. Uh, then be self-motivated. Those that can't self-motivate, don't create the catalyst uh, that's going to move you throughout that day. And then being resourceful. I mean, that's huge, right? Because a lot of us are, are in you know, adopting an entire new lifestyle or going into a new world, uh, you know, how do we navigate it? How do we learn, you know? So being resourceful is huge. Learning, you know, to delegate. Um, I, that one took me a while, but now I think I got that down. And, you know, and it really is impactful when you can learn to delegate. And, and we'll go over, you know, what that actually means. 
eliminating time suckers we all know what those are um so we'll get into those in a second and then bucket your time so those are the 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 top processes that i work through um i I read i learn uh so so and they've helped me running a business i'm you know a top contributor in my company and i'm also you know family and we're quite busy so i had to you know really uh sure that my time is spent wisely so let's get into the details here so creating efficiency habits so you know we, we all know it takes roughly 21 days to create a habit you know when you're looking to build a habit of course you could build bad habits and you can build good habits but not in our world right here or at least in our context we want to build good and productive habits so what i've learned is we have heard the 80 20 rule it, it exists in many different topics but one um, area that isn't explored as much is the 80 20 rule in habit creation so i look at it this way you spend 80 percent of your energy planning your habit and it's very easy to plan your habit you know you, you know that all right in the next 21 days i need to do x y and z I have to do it at this time or I have to do it with some level of consistency. So you really build out that plan. And then 20% of your time or energy is actually executing the habit. So let's say you want to make going to the gym a habit has certainly become one of mine. And I get get upset if I don't go to the gym. So it's uh, I spent most of my time saying, all right, well, I have to allocate so much time per day to the gym or so much time per week to the gym and and then that over let's say the last 12 months has certainly created um you know my way of creating holes in my schedule to make sure i make time for the gym so that that has been something um that that's brought a lot of success the other thing too is if if you're only executing at 20 percent of your energy you are not overexerting yourself. You're not looking at that habit as something that's negative or a something you want to avoid, you know, to do just because it's exhausting. So that's another way. So so really look at that 80-20 rule when you're creating um, efficiency habits. The next one is priority or prioritize your tasks. So of course, this is familiar, you know, with all time management you know, lessons and, and classes that everybody has taken. Learn how to prioritize and know what you need to get done first, big tasks first, small tasks first, small wins, you know, that it goes all over the place. One thing I, I've learned, especially, you know, in the work, remote work world is, you know, of course, I got to prioritize my tasks at my company, prioritize my tasks for the company I, I own as well as, you know, family. So this takes a little time to get used to. Um, but but because we're on the subject of life integration, you know, it's like, okay, well, what do we have to prioritize first? This is where my calendar becomes my lifeline. Uh, I look at it as a timeline. So I look at it in the day um, that's present, and I, and I look at it by hour, and I have blocks of time that are either personal or work or both or things that I know I need to do, but I also have that time tracker. That's as the minutes are going, it tells me how far off I am from my next meeting or or my next task. So typically in a day, I look at 
the 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 most I prioritize tasks based on first work, you know, first for my company is do I have people that are depending on something? If if I have someone that's depending on something for me, I tackle that first. And then then I look at, all right, well, what's the next thing? Well, that's myself. You know, so are there projects or things that I need to prioritize in my day that, that I should do uh, before you know, my next task or trivial task, um, as it may be? Let's say, for example, going to the gym. Maintaining a healthy lifestyle is not is, is going to make you more productive. It's going to make you think you know brighter and you're just going to be quicker and you're just going to feel good and you're not going to always feel hungry and fatigued. So, so gym is one of my top things that I do on a daily basis. And it's not always the gym. Sometimes I ride the bike or I go run on the block. So, you know, it's just maintaining that healthy lifestyle. Make sure you put that in your calendar. Most of us, you know, or most do that work, that nine to five job. You say, oh, I'll go to the gym at five o'clock. You most likely don't go. Many reasons why. Either you're tired, happy hour came up, and you end up, you know, not going. So make sure, make sure that gym uh, is part of your day. And we'll we'll be getting more into the health things, you know, in future podcasts. You know, the, the things that you know will benefit you mentally and physically. You know, as I mentioned, so mentally is is another component. What are things that are gonna make you? smarter make you brighter in terms of you know what your industry is so is there some time that you need to block off to do some research so so there, there's a lot in terms of prioritizing um, those tasks I also look at when it comes to like family like you also have time alignment is another concept when it comes to prioritizing tasks because sometimes you say, all right, I want to have lunch with my family. Well, if your kids are at school, you ain't, you're not having lunch with your family, of course. So so when are they home is typically in the afternoon or in the evening. So, you know, you do also have to figure out and, and time align as some of your priorities, people that you want to be with. And then I'll end with, you know, that is what are your trivial tasks? You know, you need to get them done every day. For me, example, I, I want to make sure that. By the end of every day, my inbox is at zero. I don't want to have emails that are waiting for me the next morning that I did not get through. A lot of times these can happen at night. If most emails do not require an immediate response. So I'll tackle those right before bed. I'm able to focus on them. I'm not working with my kids or I don't have anything else going on. So then I can start answering those emails with purpose. So so, so think through you know, like what are your priorities and, and that will help you certainly uh, be autonomous, be more efficient and be much better when you're in this work-life environment. The next one is, uh, you know, be flexible and firm at the same time. That's a give and take, right? So in order to stay on task um, and be able to navigate what you can control and cannot, you need to have the ability to be flexible. You, there might be a, a meeting that just pops up on your calendar. You're going to, you know, have to look at it. Is this a meeting that needs to happen at that time? Or can I change my schedule and allow that meeting to happen and, and engage with my counterpart or partners or anything like that? So there's a, uh, you know, a lot of give and take when it comes to managing your day. Um, sometimes, you know, those that are looking at traditional nine to five jobs or first, second, third shift jobs, 
it's like you are there for a finite amount of hours and you're, you're working well in this world sometimes if you have a counterpart that's out west and you're out in your you know back east well you, you might have to work a little later but you took that hour and you took time for yourself in that afternoon so so sometimes you know you gotta think of the alternatives of, of when you work when your your time is um been. Then the next one is be self-motivated. Now this one, you know, typically, you know, everybody thinks that, you know, I'm all motivated. I want to, you know, get this done. I want to be successful. I want to, you know, tackle my tasks at hand and all this. But being self-motivated is is a little different than, you know, having your, the external sources uh, motivate you. So, you know, one of the things is like, how do you start your day? Triggers that that you can, you know, go and start your motivation uh, path. You know, motivation, like I mentioned earlier, is your catalyst to, you know, you're starting your day. It's your driving force. If you're not motivated to, to grow your business, to grow your, you know, side hustle, to grow, you know, your contribution level, you know, then, then you're not going to get much done that day. So... One of the things that, say, an advice is, what are the triggers that can motivate you? One I love, and I, I read this just, you know, more recently, I utilize this every day, is I, on my phone, I set three alarms, uh, one at 10, one at three, and one at seven. The 10 a.m. alarm just tells me, hey, you're going to have a great day, you know, and just move forward, and there's nothing that's going to stop you. Just reading that on my screen uh, just triggers me to say, yes, yes, I am going to have a good day. Three o'clock comes around. Who knows what happens in between 10 and three, but it could be a rough day. It could be a great day, but I do get that, that reminder. My phone beeps at me again and says, Hey, keep going. You're, you're go- doing great. You know, you're doing fantastic. Just keep going. And then by seven o'clock, you went through your day. You've You've achieved what you've set out for you to do that day and end with a almost a self-congratulatory message. So mine says, you know, it's like you're fortunate and blessed and, and, and thank you for, you know, the hard work today. So those little reminders keep me going on a daily basis. Um, I end the day on a good note. I start the day on a good note. So so those are, you know, a little bit of things that, you know, help me mo- be motivated. Um, the other one is tackling the smaller tasks sometimes, you know, for some people get those small wins. They start snowballing because you are, you know, feeling really good and you, you're just going to keep moving. And then all of a sudden when the big tasks come, have the energy to uh, tackle that. Uh, the next one's, uh, being resourceful that I mentioned. So I'm sure you all heard Google, right? So one of the greatest advantages that we have in this generation is that the world's information is right at our fingertips. Because of our phones, we have information like we never had before, um, which really, if you think about it, technically makes us all geniuses. So at no point in history has someone been able to say, okay, what was the dimensions of the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Well, in two seconds, you can ask Siri or Google and she'll or he will tell you those dimensions. We don't need to have all of that information in our heads. So free up some of that information. Let your phone, let the internet hold and house all that information. 
right? Just be, you know, be resourceful. Um, you know what you have to do at hand, free up your mind, clear it. And, and it just will make you so much more productive when you are uh, looking at that through the resource lens. Learn to delegate is our next one. And so delegation is hard because, you know, most of us say, hey, I want to and I know how to do something. Why do I need to delegate it? Or it's the, the one thing that comes to a lot of people's mind is, well, if I delegate it to someone, I'm telling someone to do something and I may be lazy. In my opinion, I always look at tasks and especially trivial or very complex tasks and, and say, OK, well, I'm going to get to a point where I'm mastered at this. Once you've mastered that task and it just becomes autonomous, you can do it subconsciously. That's, I think, the time when delegation will work. Um, it may or may not be relevant in every you know line of work. Sometimes you just have to do something just because it's your job. But let someone else learn that mastery. The more people that can learn and, and become master at their trade, you know, the, the better the company is going to end up doing. So, so that's the way I look at delegation is delegation is, is a way for, you know, you to challenge yourself with a new task. Of course, you know, once you hand and delegate, you know, one task off to another, it, you know, it doesn't mean you're done. You, you need to work on some new challenge. And also the delegation of tasks or, or, or jobs or, or, or even projects, you know, free up for more impactful things. You may know something needs to be done, but you have a bigger idea or a bigger project you want to accomplish. Sometimes this is a paid service. Sometimes this is a colleague or, or someone that, you know, can help. Um, if you can do another item that others can't and you can do it in a much quicker time. Uh, so, so definitely learn to delegate. Definitely is going to help you, um, you know, accomplish a lot more than you thought possible. Those time suckers. So let's eliminate those time suckers. Um, I'll give you a guess of what they are. Yep, you got it. Facebook, Twitter, TV, the news, 24-hour news, you know, that's all chips for show. And, you know, and, and all these are just time suckers. So, you know, what, when you don't realize that they eat hours out of your day, I mean, simply you can scroll through Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of a sudden you accumulated three to four hours a day just scrolling and seeing what others are doing without you making an impact on this world. So there's definitely a lot of tricks. Um, you know, these the phones now and, and Apple and Google, they, they have focus time and so they, they restrict notifications. So uh, that's one of my, you know, habits is I don't have notifications for social media. Um, so I don't know and I don't get reminded uh, to actually open it up and go on. So I actually set time. I allocate time in my day, a specific time that, that lets me get on social. And then I'm only in there, you know, for, you know, that a lot of time. If there's nothing that I need to do or nothing, you know, more that I, let's say I, I post something and I don't need to, you know, see the comments, then I'm out and then I'm done. I'm moved on to my next thing. But definitely, Shut off uh, those time suckers um, if you want to really be successful and if you want to be really impactful uh, working remotely, you know, in this new um, era of the more remote work concept. And the last one is bucket your time. And, and a lot of project management, you know, areas, you know, people look at, you know, what is your time allocation or, 
you know, I'm like, well, how are you bucketing your time and that sort of thing? And, and I looked at it, you know, I took a couple steps back and said, all right, well, how do I bucket my time? And I, I, I realized that bucketing your time allocates your time with purpose. And, and I, you know, used to work on something, let's say a project, uh, an article, a paper, something, and I would just work and work and work. And then I'd go three, four or five hours, you know, on this project. I didn't get anything else accomplished. And so taking that step back and saying, all right, well, what do I need to do within the next 30 minutes? What do I need to do in the next hour? Or I need to do, uh, let's say, write an article like I, I just wrote, you know, up on the website, um, intensitysuccess.com. And I it took me probably an hour and a half, but I did not do it all in the same hour and a half. I spent 30 minutes uh, the first time and spent the, I had another hour I was able to allocate later. So being able to bucket that allowed me to finish, but I didn't get overwhelmed and I got everything else I needed to get done that day too. So, so really look at time as, um, you know, buckets, 15 minute, 30 minute, hour, maybe 90 minute, especially when you're in your meetings and trying to, you know, make sure that your day is organized and flows uh, very organically. And then the, you know, the last time or the last piece to bucketing your time is if you record everything in your calendar, let's say, you know, go into the store, you put that in your calendar and at the, you know, especially with Google, Google will tell you how much time you spent on certain things. So categorize some things, call them out as the similar task, store time, um, entertainment, camping, something like that. And then each month, look at your calendar and see how much time you spent on those activities. It's really eye-opening when you you know start realizing how much time you spent on some things versus others, and and you know it really allows you to reassess. So that does it with you know integrating your life um, and work and, and utilizing you know, these uh, techniques and these uh, different um, areas that you know can help you become successful. So hopefully. You all took some notes and it, and it was good and review the article. Everything I just mentioned is in that article as well in the sh- basically the show notes. Um, but thank you for stopping by on episode two of Intensity Success. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Intensity Success. Hopefully you learned a lot. And how do you find me? Find me on intensitysuccess.com. You'll find all my social links there and future content and newsletters you can sign up. Talk to you later.